Hi, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com, Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled, The Battle of Words, Part 2. And the reading is going to come from the book of Matthew, Proverbs, and the book of Job. Uh, but I'm going to start off first by saying, um, from, from day one, from creation, when God created man, Adam, the devil understood the power of words. All right. He understood that when God created the universe, he spoke everything into existence. So there's power in what we say. All right. And there is power in what we don't say. All right. So here here's the thing. The very first book of in Psalms, the very first one, uh, as it is written, blessed is the man. Now, people, you have to understand the word blessed. All right, there's a lot of meanings behind it, but what God is saying, bless in this context means to be holy, to be consecrated, set apart for God. All right, that's that's what he's saying. Blessed is the man, set apart is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Now, what he's saying there is, you're not going to be like those critics who's criticizing and condemning and judging others. That These are the scornful. These are the folks out there that's, that's you know, they're in the grandstands and, and they're yelling and screaming at those that are doing the right things, but yet they want stand up and do the right thing. All right? So these are your critics. They're going to try to judge you and, and and condemn you and twist your words. This is what the enemy did. All right. This is what the enemy did in, in, in Genesis. You know, he twisted the words that God had spoke and Eve walked in that council. All right. So it's very, you, ha you have to get this message. This message is very important. Your words, all right. Your words is the only thing that, that, that Jesus is guaranteeing that he's going to judge us on. He's going to judge every idle word. Now, watch this. In the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verses 33 through 37, as it is written, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Now, we're going to stop right there. Now, watch this. Let's go back to Psalms 1. Blessed is the man or woman who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his or her delight or great pleasure is in the law of the Lord, which is the word of God. And in the law, he or she meditates day and night. He or she shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now, the rivers of water is Jesus. Jesus says, whoever comes to me shall never thirst. All right. So Jesus is the river of rivers of water. All right. And, and the illustration here, you must be like a tree. A tree is immovable. It stays rooted. Right. It stays there. It stays there. You get so 
Jesus is saying, you must stay with me. You must follow me. You must speak on those things that I speak because your words, I will judge. All right, now watch this. Verse 34, brood of vipers. Now, that's a very powerful exclamation mark. That's a very powerful statement. What he's saying is, you offspring of snakes, you family of snakes, brood of vipers. How can you, being evil, speak good things? That's a question mark there. So, the, the, the devil wants to manipulate and try to control everything in this world because the world is moved by your words. Things get put in action by your words. That's why we have meetings. That's why we have plans. This is why we discuss things before we move forward because we speak it. Before it becomes into existence. Just as God did. Alright. There's nothing different. Except he's God. He, he can do all things. We have to lean to him for understanding. And wisdom. To get things to move forward. Alright. But when you speak something. You putting. Your words have impact. It alters. Everything in his universe. Whether you choose to believe that or not. It is fact. When you speak on things. It will happen. Whether for good. Or for evil. Now watch this. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Wow. That's that's powerful. This goes back to what Jesus says. Where a man's treasure is, there his heart will be also. Alright? So if you're if you're only thinking about money and speaking about money only, alright, that becomes an idol to you. And that becomes your treasure. Where your treasure is, the how listen, for for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what are you saying? How is it going to help you in this walk? And how is it going to help others in this walk? Because we're all knitted together. We're all knitted together. All right. Now watch this. Verse 35. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart. Brings forth good things. And an evil man. Out of the evil treasure. Brings forth evil things. But I say to you. That for every idle word. Men may speak. They will give account of it. In the day of judgment. Period. Now this is the word of God. This is what Jesus said. Now watch this. Verse 37. For by your words. You will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned, period. Now, this is the word of God. Now, so it's very important that you understand that what you say, you're going to be judged on. All right. Now, watch this. In the book of Job, verse uh, chapter 34, verse 29, watch what, the, watch what God says. But if he remains silent, who can condemn him? So if you don't say anything, Jesus has nothing to judge, right? This is why when he was chastised and everything was laid upon him, he spoke, he said nothing because they could not condemn him. He gave them nothing to condemn. He kept silent, all right? Now, this is how the enemy today now watch this. If you really get this revelation of what the Holy Spirit is saying, 
The only thing the enemy can do to harm you is for you to follow him and say the things that he is provoking you to say. All right. That's what he does today. He comes at us with these little tidbit frivolous arguments. All right. To pull you in to get you off course to derail you right from your spiritual walk and to say things that you know in your heart you should not speak right so so that's why Jesus says do not be quick to anger because when you do that you you you're not walking in the spirit you're becoming carnal all right because you're now you're walking according to your emotions all right now that's carnality that's walking in the flesh and we're supposed to be set apart consecrated unto God and, to, and it's impossible to please God in the flesh. If, if you're not walking in the spirit, you cannot please him. This is, this is his words, not mine. All right. Now watch this. A good illustration of uh, what the father is looking at as far as human beings, mankind, right? What he's looking at is what we're saying. Okay. Now watch this. King David. With all that drama that he had and all the things he did, all the sins he committed, God said he was a man after my own heart. Why? Because of the things King David spoke. Read the Psalms, all the Psalms that King David wrote. He poured out everything out of his heart towards God. He repented every time he messed up. He was quick to confess, all right? And God saw that. He's like, wow, he, this man, even though he had did all those things, what he was saying, what was his true nature, all right? It was his, he was that tree planted by the rivers of waters. He, he spoke on the things that Jesus called, Jesus said, they called him son of David. Now, Jesus said, I am the offspring of the of King David. And that's powerful when you think about it on the flesh side, right? Because he had to come down as man. King David was a sinner. He sinned. I mean, he committed so many sins. But God did not look at that. He was looking at his heart. Not saying he and not giving an excuse to it. I mean, he paid heavily. In his lifetime, the sorrow that he went through for the sin. Now watch this in Corinthians. This is why God says, when a man sins, he sins against his own body. All right. You're, you're opening the door for the devil to come in and, and inflict you with all the things, all the diseases that uh, Jesus already paid the price for. That's why Jesus kept saying, sin no more. Whenever he healed, he would say, sin no more. Because when you sin, you're sinning against your own body. You're making a choice to follow and walk in the flesh, which will bring death eventually. All right. So this is a reason why you have to be very careful on what you say. Now, our sins are forgiven and, and, and cleansed past, present, and future because of what Jesus has done at Calvary for the entire world, from you and me, us sinners, all right? Our sins are imputed because God knew that there was no way 
There was no way that mankind would not be able to walk this life sin free. The only one that was able to do it was his son, Jesus. That's it. And, and we are saved through him, through his blood, by receiving him. God does not look at our sins. Jesus paid the price. So he's not looking at our sin. The only thing God says, I will judge you on, are your words. Now watch this. The devil understands that. So what his, his plan is to get you to say things, to put anger and bitterness in your heart, to choke the word, all right, to choke it. And when you choke the word, there is nothing fruitful coming out of your mouth except the things that the devil wants you to speak on. All right, because he wants you condemned. He wants you to be judged because he's going to get judged. All right. When it when it when it all comes when it all comes down, that very final day, when Jesus comes back, everything's going to get torched. All right. This earth will get torched with fire. It's going to get burnt off. And Jesus is going to replenish it and make it like God wanted it in the beginning until before sin entered into the earth. It will be renewed, all right, and restored. He's the redeemer and the restoration restorer. That's Jesus, all right? Now, Proverbs chapter 17, verse 27 through 28. Watch this. He who has knowledge. Now, what is he saying? Who has knowledge? Who knows the word of God? Spares his words. And a man of understanding is of a calm spirit. Verse 28. Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. Wow. Think about that for a second. So, right there, Proverbs, that that verse, those two verses, lets you know the enemy wants you to say things that's going to bring condemnation against you in judgment. This is why <clears throat> whenever you hear someone speaks, if it's a provoking spirit in that person, you need to keep it moving. Don't engage with that person. Don't let them bring you down to their level. Take the high road. Think on the things above. All right. When you're thinking on what the father wants you to think on, you're going to speak on the things that the father wants you to speak on. If you allow that provoking spirit, all right, those broader vipers, the offspring of snakes who's, who knows nothing but to say profanity, speak down on people, have a negative environment. Those folks, you want to keep it moving. You don't want to engage with that. You don't want them to provoke you to say something because you will be held. We will be held to every idle word that we speak. For by our words, we will be justified, and by our words, we will be condemned, period. There is no way around that. Jesus said, this is what I'm going to hold you accountable for, your words. Everything that you say, every idle word that we speak on, we are going to be held for, accountable for.
All right. So today is a new day. Today is a new day. All right. What you said in the past. If I was you, I would ask for forgiveness and God is quick to forgive. And with that, turn it around. All right. Fill your heart with the word of God and start speaking on those things that you were created to do. This is your purpose. This is our purpose to spread the gospel, the good news. Every person with breath in their lungs should use their voice to speak on the word of God. You don't have to be an expert. The Holy Spirit will quicken you if you ask. All right. Jesus is the best teacher. Yes, there are colleges and all these other uh, organizations that can help you along your walk. But the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. Open the book of God. Start reading. Ask for wisdom. Ask for understanding. Ask for the knowledge. And he will direct your path. And he will show you things. And you will start speaking on those things. All right. But you cannot allow the enemy to uh, entice you or provoke you into speaking the words that he wants you to speak on. All right. Because we will be held by every idle word that we say. Every idle word. Period. All right. So take this message to heart. Open the word of God and fill your heart and your mind with the word. Amen. And God bless.